Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome back to Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. I'm your host, Lee Phelan, and today we're going to do more science Q&A. Usually, I do science Q&A for my email, but this week, I thought I'd try something different and respond to a couple of questions and comments I've seen on iTunes in the Everyday Einstein podcast reviews and ratings section. Now, some people say you should never respond to critics, but today I blithely ignore that advice and attempt to clarify a few concerns about the podcast in order to help listeners understand what the goal of Everyday Einstein is. But first, I want to thank Betterment for sponsoring this week's podcast. Want to save more, invest for the future, but don't have time to be a full-on investor? Betterment.com helps you build a customized, low-cost portfolio that suits your goals. Thanks to their sophisticated software, Betterment delivers bigger gains than you would get on your own by automatically rebalancing and trading, and their fees are the lowest in the industry. By doing less, you get more for your money. Betterment, where life gets better. Learn more at quickanddirtytips.com slash offers, where you can sign up to receive a $25 bonus when you make a deposit of $250 or more. Our first comment comes from W. Cardell. Great little science podcast. Pretty good at making complex issues simple and understandable. He also does a little skepticism if you're into that kind of thing. Well, thanks, W. Cardell. One of the goals of this podcast is, in fact, to take complicated areas of science and to make them easy to understand. But there's a fine line between dumbing things down and making things understandable to people with a wide variety of backgrounds. One of the great dangers of science education is teaching things that aren't true in an effort to make them easier to understand. There's no point in going through all that trouble to help someone understand the wrong ideas. And it can be a tough balance to find, so if anyone ever catches me slipping up, feel free to send me an email. I've also gotten a couple of comments complaining that I don't go deep enough into a given topic, and this is something I'm working to address in other forms. But for now, this podcast's goal is to remain short, simple, and to the point. If you're looking for more depth, there are several excellent science podcasts in iTunes that cover that ground. As for the skepticism, yes, I am skeptical about many things. Most scientists tend to be. Skepticism in science is one of the reasons why scientists publish detailed descriptions of their experiments so that other scientists can repeat them to check the facts out for themselves. But there's a difference between being skeptical and being closed-minded. I'd argue that a good scientist is one that is skeptical, but not closed-minded. The second comment comes from Ufern, who says, I was a fan of this podcast until he discussed a topic that I'm an expert in. His research was not complete, did not give the full story, and gave a wrong answer. No longer listening. Well, Ufern, since you didn't tell me which particular episode it was, I'm at a bit of a loss as to how to respond. I can tell you that I do try to stay away from topics that I'm completely ignorant about, and I do a fair amount of research before writing each episode. However, that certainly doesn't preclude me from getting things wrong, and since I'm limited on time here, I never get a chance to tell the full story about anything. My goal is usually to provide just enough information and background to get you started, then if you're interested in learning more, you'll have a good jumping off point. I'm assuming you were most likely offended by one of my episodes on herbal medicine, GMO crops, or vaccinations. 
which tend to be rather controversial issues in some people's minds. If that's the case, I'm afraid I don't have much to offer there. You can either choose to believe the science or not. If, on the other hand, I got something else wrong, perhaps you're an expert on fire and my explanation of oxidation was way off, for example, please send me an email and let me know. The third comment is about my odd pronunciation. Mitch writes in and says, In areas that I know something about, Lee seems accurate and understandable, but I don't get where he gets some of his pronunciation. He then goes on to give a few examples of things I pronounce in an odd way. If these are regionalisms, he needs to say something about it. Like, though I don't in general have a British accent, you might want to know that I trained in the UK and pronounced some terms in their way. Also, please don't rely on online pronunciation generator sites that are merely algorithmic. Well, here I must confess that Mitch is absolutely right. I do pronounce a lot of things in a slightly odd way. First, while I did get my PhD in the United States, my advisor was from New Zealand, so he had a slightly different way of pronouncing things and I picked up many technical terms from him. Second, right after finishing my PhD, I did a postdoc in the UK where they have yet another way of pronouncing things. Even non-technical things like aluminum, which they pronounce as aluminium. During that postdoc, several of my colleagues were British, one was from Austria, another from Portugal, and another from Italy. So pronunciation was all over the place. Finally, there are many things I talk about on the show that I've never actually heard other people discuss. I've only read about them in books or in scientific papers. So when I come across a term that I don't actually know how to pronounce, I typically try to look it up on YouTube and find a seemingly knowledgeable person who uses that term, and then I just copy what they say. If that doesn't work, I have to confess I use the online pronunciation tools on Wikipedia or Dictionary.com, which Mitch warned me about. However, it's important to keep in mind that most scientific terms are just words that have been made up in the last century or two by smashing together parts of old Latin words. And since nobody really knows how old Latin words were pronounced anyway, I don't worry too much about it. Once again, I'd like to thank our advertiser, Betterment.com. Want to save more? Invest for the future? But don't have time to be a full-on investor? Betterment.com helps you build a customized, well-diversified portfolio of low-cost funds that you can tailor to your goals and your risk level. Thanks to their sophisticated software, Betterment delivers bigger gains than you'd likely get on your own by automating your savings and rebalancing your portfolio and dividends. Even better, their fees are the lowest in the industry. Betterment is a high-quality, efficient investing option that's safe, smart, and saves you time and energy. Betterment, where life gets better. Learn more at quickanddirtytips.com slash offers, where you can sign up to receive a $25 bonus when you make a deposit of $250 or more. Well, that's all of the Q&A we have time for this week. As always, if there's something you hear on the show that just seems off, even if it's just me mispronouncing a word you're really familiar with, feel free to send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Lee Phelan, with Everyday Einstein's Quick and Dirty Tips for Making Sense of Science. Betterment LLCs and SEC Registered Investment Advisor Brokerage Services are offered by Betterment Securities and SEC Registered Broker Dealer, member FINRA, SPC Investments are not FDIC insured, no bank guarantee, may lose value, investing in securities involves risks, and there's always potential losing money when you invest in securities. Before investing, consider your investment, objectives, and Betterment's charges and expenses, as well as the welfare of your pets and neighbors. Not an offer, solicitation of an offer, or advice to buy or sell securities in jurisdictions where Betterment and Betterment Securities are not registered. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 